What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of King's Code Radio. This is Paul Cooley, and this is the show, the number one show for Christian businessmen, leaders, kingdom entrepreneurs, and ultimately, if you are a man, you are going to get something out of this episode. And if you're a woman creeping in, sneaking in, listening, it's okay, because you're going to get something out of this as well. There is something that um, I want to share with you today that has been absolutely foundational. As a business man, as an entrepreneur, as a husband, a father, and just as a man, I think you would probably agree that we are just so bombarded with stuff. Now, we combined the responsibilities of just the things that we have, the responsibilities of that, that can be pressure enough. (laughs) Then when you start adding other people into the mix and other people that you care about, other people maybe you don't so much care about, but nonetheless, they can have an impact on your life. They can say hurtful things. Bad situations can happen that is outside of our control. And so, when you start adding the combination of the hurts and pains, now with the stresses and pressures and responsibilities, it really can feel overwhelming. And as a man, there comes a point where you might start to reach your breaking point. So what do you do when you're trying to grow your business? You're trying to have a good, fruitful relationship with your queen, with your kids, with with even uh, your employees, staff, coworkers, whatever the case may be for you. How do you effectively do it and not get hurt or not get wounded and do not let the things that aggravate the snot out of you, the hurtful things that have been said and done to you, how do you not allow yourself to become so hard and hardened by the world where you start to then, to actually you, you want to try to avoid being so hard and hardened, where then you start to lose the sensitivity to what God's telling you to do. You start to make different kinds of decisions in and outside of your business that ultimately are not good because you're not doing it with discernment. You're not doing it with wisdom. You're seeing everything through a lens of hurt and pain and betrayal and deceit and defeat even. What do you do with that? Anybody who is ultimately living on this earth has dealt with hurtful things. <laughs> uh, it's kind of the part of just being on this earth. Uh, bad things, unfortunately, do happen. And the rain, as the Bible says, falls on the just and the unjust. And so we're not exempt from trials. But how we handle the trials is up to us. And because we have the living God inside of us, we should be able to handle it differently. If we are truly kingdom entrepreneurs and kings upon this earth, a king unto the king of kings, then we need to make sure that when those bad things go on, uh, whether it is employee issues, whether it is the stresses on the job, whether it is stresses within the marriage, whether it is just your best friend, you know, uh, said something not nice to you. I, I don't know what it is, but if it's adding up, it really can start to affect your life. And as a king, see, the thing is, is a king is not supposed to be ruled and reigned over. The king is supposed to rule and reign. 
Now, I know there's going to be people going, but what, what, that, that, all that kind of stuff. What I'm saying is we are kings upon this earth and kings unto the king of kings. So we are ultimately his His, his uh, royalty, his ambassadors. We are his representatives on this earth. So we will rule and reign under his authority that he gives us. And the Bible says in Romans that sin shall not have any dominion over you. And that includes, and, I, and it wasn't until something happened to me at one point in time that I really started to look at this differently. And so what we're going to do is I am going to discuss real quick uh, what it's what it means to not let sin have dominion over you. And we're going to dive into something that has been a foundational key piece. And if you have the King's Code success map, you will see it on there known as the seven steps. These seven steps, I can't tell you how critically important it is. And what we're going to do is we're going to cut over to a live presentation when I am presenting these seven steps. I have walked this out. I have lived this out. I have implemented these seven steps. I have tried different variations. And these seven steps, each and every one biblically uh, based, when you combine them together, brings results. Now, there's going to be people who have issues with that. I don't care. You can delete it. You can not listen to this podcast. It is fine with me. But for those of you that are tired of not seeing the fruit and the results of it, here are some biblical principles. Kings do not let anything have dominion over them. Kings do not let anything rule over them because they're the ones doing the ruling. I recently had somebody and their sin affected me. And it hurt. And the Lord reminded me and prompted me of this verse where it says in Romans, sin shall not have dominion over you. And I realized it's not just my sin. It's other people's sin. I'm not going to let sin have dominion over me. And I'm not going to let the sin of other people have dominion over me because I'm a king and I will rule and reign and this stuff will not affect me. I had a choice. I could have sedated myself. I could have turned to other things to avoid it, to ease the pain, but I didn't. And in fact, I'm going to share with you some steps that I did take instead. And it's probably one of the only reasons I'm here right now. Romans 6, 14, if you need it, sin shall not have dominion over you. 6, 14. It's just really easy to justify, isn't it, things? It's just really easy to justify why I'm not producing, why I'm not waking up early, why I'm not going to bed early enough. I have things to do. I have important things to do. I'm an important person. All these different things that we come up with, and and it's always the other person. But that's the other thing about kings is they don't pass up, they don't, they don't try to cop out and pat, put the responsibility on someone else. There might be an issue with somebody else, but they still stand and they take responsibility because they are the ones ultimately in charge of the kingdom. Again, I'm not talking about the kingdom of God when I say kingdom on that. But your castle, your kingdom, your realm, your square ultimately needs to be run by the principles of the kingdom of God, just to clarify. I want to share with you what I'm calling, just again, once for the sake of just having something to refer back to, the seven steps to liberation. 
And you could really fill in the blank. It could be the seven steps to whatever you might have need of at the time. But I'm just calling it that to make reference to it. <clears throat> Not very long ago, in fact, a few short months ago, my world got rocked. And it shook me in a way that I never expected that I, I would be shook. Um, I just didn't, didn't think it would, would do that to me. And a part of it was because of what the Lord was doing inside of me. But nonetheless, and I'm not going into detail, so sorry, but just know I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. And there was a three-week period especially that was just absolute hell. If, I mean, it, was just, it felt like it was just, just hell was coming against me from every, every angle. And it got to the point where it affected me in a way where within three weeks I lost 15 pounds. I was not eating or sleeping. I would go to bed uh, usually around 3, 3.30 a.m., and I'd be back up by 5, 5.30. And I was in high alert mode. I was in, you know, the fight or flight mode. I was in fight mode, high alert mode. And so I would not be able to sleep, finally fall asleep, and I would be up at 5 or 5.30, and I would be up, and immediately, there was no, I didn't need coffee. I was in this state of just, I am in high alert, high alert, high alert, and I need the Lord to comfort me because there is nothing that I can do. About a week and a half into it, many of you prayed for me that one Sunday. And I can't thank you guys enough. That, I did not, at the moment in that time, I didn't even understand what all was being accomplished inside of me. I just knew I was crying like a baby. <laughs> but because of what happened during that prayer, I was able to continue and then get on the other side of this in a way that there's no way I could have. Or if I could have, it would have been months, if not years. So I thank you guys. And it does prove the point when the kings unite and we pray for one another, things happen. Aside from that prayer, and again, I am very grateful for, there were seven steps that I forced myself to do on a daily basis. And technically, I've been living these seven steps out for the last year. But it just intensified during that period of time. The seven steps to whatever you have need of. And this is so, I can't even tell you how critical these seven steps are. Especially because the first, I'm going to say the first four to five, for some reason our flesh hates. And I'm going to explain when something happens in your life or you realize, man, I keep running to social media, I keep running to games, I keep running to stupid stuff, I might be going to even higher, dumber stuff. I might be turning to other things that I should not be turning to and I know I shouldn't be turning to it, but I am. That's not good. Even you get to that point, you recognize something needs to change. Or crisis strikes. Or someone hurts you. Or maybe just have a bad day at work. Whatever it is, these steps are critical. All right? You ready for this? When something happens, 
whatever it is. Step number one, as a king, unlike what Joshua did in chapter 9, is you run to the Lord. Immediately, you run to the Lord. When someone says, hey, I want to make a league with you, ah, run to the Lord. Someone hurts you, stop, run to the Lord. And it is amazing to me, some of the bigger stuff, the stuff that really hurts, yeah, oh God, now I need you. But I'm talking about even the little things. Someone cuts you off on the road and it makes you mad. What do you do? You run to the Lord. On those really stressful days, if you're putting video games before the Lord, guess what that just turned into? An idol. If you're turning to, I mean, I'm talking about, and I keep picking on videos, but I'm talking about anything. If you are running to anything other than Jesus, that's an idol. So first and foremost is you run to the Lord. In every decision and everything that comes against you, in every good or bad, run to the Lord. And check yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to check you. How many times you don't do that in a day? It's kind of like surprising, kind of a slap in the face, like, wow. But again, when I'm running to the Lord, I'm choosing, I'm choosing him first. I'm recognizing that that other stuff is stupid and it's temporary and it's not going to work. I'm saying Jesus comes first because I'm a man of the abiding, because I'm a king that knows whom he serves. Run to the Lord. The second one is to tell the Lord what happened? This is a weird step. When I first started doing this, I'm like, Lord, you already know, and I'm mad. <laughs> but the goal here is to tell the Lord what just happened. <clears throat> My wife really just made me mad. My kids are really irritating me. My best friend totally just stabbed me in the back. My boss is a jerk. Whatever it is, I'm going to tell you what just happened, Lord. I know you were there. I know you knew it was going to happen, but I'm going to tell you what happened. Why is this even a step? Because it forces communication between you and him. How often have you gotten hurt or mad over something and you bottle it up? Or tuck it under the rug. I'll deal with that some other time. I mean, that's what we do, isn't it? But because we're choosing to be kings and godly ones at that, we're choosing him first. And we're running to him, and now we're telling him what just happened. Step number three. You're going to tell him how that made you feel. Again, he already knows but you are opening up lines of communication. You're not allowing anything to come between you and him. Because sometimes we can do that. Sometimes we can even start putting stuff between us, us and him. But we're not tolerating that. Those days are over. We're saying, no, no, all the walls that I've built, they're coming crashing down. All the things that I put between me and the Lord, those things I'm removing. So I'm going to run to him. 
I'm going to tell him what happened, and I'm going to tell him how I feel about it. Now the table turns with step number four. Because you've opened up lines of communication, and you just did the talking. Now it's his turn. Step number four is you're going to ask him about what he thinks about the situation. Lord, what's your heart about what just happened? I know you were there. I know you will never leave me or forsake me. You saw it too. How, how did it make you feel? What, what, is, what is going on? What do you feel? What do you think about this situation? And as you allow the Lord to tell you these things, it might just change the way you feel about the situation too. Oh, man, those people are so dumb and so annoying, and oh, I just can't stand them. And the Lord goes, you know, I died for them too. Oh, I should, oh, I hate their gut. I, ha, I had a situation. <laughs> it's a bummer this is being recorded. I, <laughs> like, I'll give you the nice version. I wanted because due to hurt and pain and anger and everything and, and even uh, what the old me liked to do, I wanted to, there's a certain person, man, and I wanted to, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to smash this guy's head into a wall. I wanted to. But I also know that's not the right answer. Because ultimately I knew he's just a dumb pawn in a game he didn't know he was playing. And ultimately I know that he does not have the Lord. And he needs one. And I, <laughs> I that might have every right to pound him into the ground, it might be the only time he sees Jesus. So I have an opportunity I can either get in the flesh, bring up the old man. I can dig up that coffin, let the nails out, let him out just for 10 minutes. Can I? No. Because I understand I'm a king and I'm an ambassador of the Lord, which means I have to put those things aside and be like Christ to this person. I need to be praying. Instead of being angry at this person, I need to be praying for their salvation. And that does not come easy. So it comes by taking it to the Lord. I'm going to run to him. I'm going to tell him about it. I'm going to say, this is how it makes me feel, and I'm really mad, and I want to do something. But how do you feel about it? How do you feel about that person? <laughs> and then you be still, and you let him tell you. Step number five is then you ask the Lord to comfort you. And this is really where whatever you have need of, maybe you need comfort, maybe you need peace, maybe you need healing, maybe you need deliverance, whatever it is, that's now your time to ask him. You with me so far? I can't tell you how valuable this information is that I'm telling. I'm not saying that because of me. I'm saying that because I've walked this out and I'm telling you how important this really is. This is tried and true method here. <laughs> Street tested. PC approved. Look at that. That's pretty good. I found a way to work it in. <laughs> there we go. The step five was to comfort him or ask him to comfort you or whatever you have need of. Step number six, and the reason why this is even a step, because sometimes we struggle with this, and that is, what you ask for, now you'll be willing to receive. 
How often have you asked for something, but yet because of more of a, a the peasant mentality, you don't feel worthy enough to receive? You don't feel loved, and I don't know if God loves me enough. It's, it goes back to that thing, that stupid thing of, you know what, I will pray for you. I know God will heal you, but you know what, I don't know if he'll do it for me. And we have to understand Every time we look at that cross, every time we talk about the cross, sing about the cross, read about it, that is a symbol of his love for you. You are loved. And it, I think Sandy even said it last night. It doesn't matter even what you did at 5 o'clock p.m. last night. He still loves you. He didn't change his mind. And when you can walk in that and go, Lord, I need, to, I need to understand. I don't own this one yet. I need to understand how loved I am. Because if I don't understand that, how am I really going to love other people the way that Jesus loves them? So I might be asking, Lord, I need you to reveal to me. I need to understand your love. I got to feel it. I got to know it. What's in the way that keeps preventing me to experience this? So number six was to receive from him. The last step, because this is wisdom and it should be our natural response, once you've received from him, you worship and you praise him and you seal the deal. Again, I just, I cannot even tell you how critical those steps are. And you might say, oh, I can get away with the first two and I can maybe pick and choose some. Go for it. See how it works out for you. Again, I'm talking, this is street tested. <laughs> so you can take your hurt, your pain, anything. Go through those steps because it's you and Jesus every step of the way. I bring those seven steps up for a number of reasons. You've been asked today, what are you producing in your four quadrants of your realm? And then I've asked, what stories are you telling yourself to justify why you haven't focused on those things? And when you get to the root of that and you ask the Lord to reveal, it could be straight up ignorance. It could be a lie that you've been believing. It could be you passing the blame on to somebody else. It could be a number of things. But doesn't that sound like a perfect opportunity to implement those seven steps? I'm going to run to the Lord with that. I'm going to tell him what happened. I'm going to be honest with him. I'm going to be transparent with him because there's no point in being anything else. Lord, this is what happened. This is why I'm not producing. This is why I have not taken my kingly position and ruling the realm in which you've given me. How do you feel about this? And I'm asking you to comfort me. I'm asking you to help me. I, mean, I need clarity. I need purpose. I need the vision. I need whatever it is that you have need of. That's what you're going to ask for. So again, after saying those seven steps, I ask again, what have you made peace with that you shouldn't have? What are the things that you have made a league with that crept in ever so innocently? It wasn't blatant sin, so it seemed okay. 
but maybe it's turned into an idol. Or maybe it's just a stupid, fruitless thing. And because you were a king that produces, why would you tolerate that? Why would you entertain that? Get to the root of it. Seven steps. All right, guys. I hope you took that to heart. Um, I got to be honest with you. I know because I have not only implemented this in my own life, but the men inside of the King's Code have, have been implementing it. The men that I have counseled and coached when it comes to these seven steps, um, it has been uh, every time, every time that someone has said, well, this doesn't work, it is because they didn't do the full seven steps. It is amazing how we want to bypass and just do one, two, or three, or one, two, and seven. You know what I mean? It's really kind of interesting uh, because we just don't want to put in the time. And it's been really interesting to see the different excuses that we come up with when it comes to this. But I'm telling you, because I have street tested this so much, these are the seven steps that work. And the thing that I enjoy the most about this is it forces us, us as men, us as kingdom entrepreneurs, Entrepreneurs, us as as kings upon this earth, to not go at this from some ritualistic thing, some kind of religious duty. Because when you get to the step, and this is probably the step that everyone sometimes struggles with, is when you ask God his opinion, what his view is, what his heart is on the matter, you have to be able to be shut up and be still and listen to God. And to go at it with the tenacity and the drive and the fervor of saying, I'm not leaving until I hear hear you until I get the thing that I've come for. Otherwise, we skip steps and we don't reap the results of doing this. So guys, implement this. If you have to go back and listen to it again, if you got to go back and take some more notes, do it because I'm telling you, every time that I have implemented this, every time, especially in the time period of what I was talking about in that, that recording, there would be things that would just trigger me. Just trigger me. And I wasn't used to being triggered. (laughs) And every time I would have to stop. And if you have to stop, if you're in the middle of a meeting and you get triggered, hey, excuse yourself. Go to the bathroom. Do the seven steps. Do what you need to do so so the crap, the garbage that the enemy will throw at you, the garbage that the world will sling at you will not be able to stick because you will not let those things have dominion over you. You are the one walking in that dominion authority and you're telling that stuff to get lost so you can rule and reign in this life as a king and be present, be on your A game for your family, for your customers and clients, for everybody that was within your realm. Creating much fruit, which is what we do. Guys, I want to encourage you to implement those seven steps. And if you want to dive deeper into this movement of men that are rising up as kings under the king of kings, I encourage you to check us out further. You can join us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. But also, guys, make sure that you check out kingscode.org for past episodes. And you can also... Come one step deeper inside of this movement by joining us inside of the King's Code Challenge. This is a challenge where men go through a 21-day challenge every day with trainings, materials, assessments, and so forth, rising up, stripping themselves from the lies and the deceits that have uh, uh, taken root, destroying those and rising up. 
and assuming your throne. So guys, check it out, kingscodechallenge.org. I appreciate you guys, and I would also greatly appreciate like, subscribe, comment, review this podcast. Um, it, It helps. It helps get the word out, and I greatly appreciate it, guys. So God bless, and we'll see you in the next episode.